Opa Gundam style, y'all. Welcome to Wow Cool Robot. I'm Phoenix. I use they, them pronouns. I'm Max. I use he, him pronouns. And we are covering... And we are covering the greatest hits of the 80s, 90s, and today. Don't pay attention to how today started like 20 years ago. We're still doing today, right? I promise. <laughs> You're listening to 00.79. Yeah. Playing you the hottest city pop. <laughs> uh, we're nearing the end of all things, it would seem. Yeah. The, and, the show has... We have jumped, I would say, a very significant distance compared to the last couple episodes. It yeah, seems it, it was... seems like they realized, fuck, god damn it, we have four episodes left. We have to get this show on the fucking road. And they just they yeah. just started running. They just grabbed all the shit yeah. they could and started hauling ass. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like this show is certainly paced. Like, I guess it's like the classic Gundam thing of being paced. It has pacing. It's, I, (laughs) well, I, again, I have a lot of thoughts on, like, how the pace is going and what I think about it, especially in regard to other Gundam shows that have had twice as many episodes. I mean, look, so recently, I guess, like, a day after the latest episode aired, 22, uh, Sunrise or the Gundam G-Witch encounter, whatever, official uh, transmission from um, the Gundam people said that it, based on the wording they're using, they said the Witcher Mercury final episode 24. I think it's going to be just the two course. I think this is like the show is going to straight up end. It's like, come on. It's like the Ariel is just printing money. It's like, what are you guys... Like y'all made us y'all made a show about a business school and now it's just like you are letting this like stuff slide like wouldn't it but but I mean based on the business majors I know that seems like a very business major thing to do <laughs> to find a way to make less money than they could by fucking bungling it I don't <laughs> think they're bungling it to be fair but um, I mean, it's like of like bungles of the week. It's like I mean, we already have like those Titanic guys. Bungle of the week. <laughs> uh, and and I mean, I guess that I mean, I guess that would be if this was a Zabungle podcast. Like, if somebody ever did that, they would be like, like they would do like a bungle of the week instead of a robot of the week, where it's just a way yeah, that somebody like messed up. Like messed up in a funny way. Yeah. Oh, and Bungle of the Week once again goes to Elon Musk for the tenth week in a row. Look at that. Well, uh, I mean, let's... this week it. Well, I mean, this week it. Um, it definitely went to somebody different. Yeah. Like, look. Yeah. Okay. Well, I I don't want to dwell on it because I want to get into the episodes, but you gotta understand the Titanic is so fucking deep. It's like four kilometers deep. You got no business going down there. <laughs> Only my good friend James Cameron is allowed to do that shit. <laughs> I mean, it's like, I actually was more surprised that it's, like, so close to Boston. Like, it's, like, like it was, like, so close to, like, America. Like, it's not out, like, in the middle of the Atlantic. Like, everybody thinks it's in the middle of the Atlantic, like, right under, like, where Greenland is pointing down. But no, it's, like, it was, like, it's, like, just, like, 300 miles off Newfoundland. So, like, yeah, I never expected... <laughs> 300 miles is quite a distance, to be fair. <laughs> But I mean, it's like the ocean. It's big. It's like I was not expecting it to be that close to shore. Mm, you know what I wasn't expecting? What? Episode 21. 
<laughs> okay, okay, I'll stop, like, dilly-dallying. Um, Mobile Suit Gundam, The Witch from Mercury, Episode 21. <laughs> what we can do now. In the aftermath of Noria's rampage, throughout the school, Selena does all she can to provide aid for the students. She is approached by Belmaria and Gustin to ask her to help in stopping Prospera. They hope to get to her before the Space Assembly League forcibly dissolves the Benerit group, leaving Meereen the president of nothing. Unfortunately, the only way they can pull this off is for Selena to once more get in a Gundam, this time without Ares' intervention. Selena agrees with all of the Earth House and even Elon backing her up. At the same time, Prospera demonstrates the power of Quiet Zero. She wipes out an entire Space Assembly League fleet effortlessly. Who gave her that? How'd she build that? Where did she get that? I don't know. I, the biggest thing I take umbrage with in, in, in this episode, pacing, yeah, it's Prospera has gone from like one episode to someone who was like, you know, causing chaos, destroying things in like a, a pretty self-serving revenge kind of way. And like in the one episode it takes for her to be blowing up that hangar of Lafrith's on Earth to this, she has fucking put together a, a JRPG final boss space fortress complete with bespoke evil organ music that has like glowing it, red skulls it, on it. It's shaped like a fucking coffin. Girl, what? <laughs> I I just I wh- I really like I think hmm. we're getting mixed like I mean like I don't know how many letters which is off from wing. Like they share half the letters, but like come on, it's like whew. Like, I mean, like, I guess this is the speed run edition of Gundam. Yeah, she like, has Libra with... 2. She has Axis 2. Again, I don't, mi- I don't <laughs> mind space. I don't mind evil space fortresses in Gundam. If, if that were the case, then I wouldn't like uh, any Gundam show I watch. What I do take a little bit of umbrage with is that this just shows up out of nowhere. We didn't get any hint of this. We got a tiny hint of the gun node of, of Belmaria seeing what's this blueprint for? And the dude's like, I don't know. We just built 20,000 of them though. And he didn't say the last part, but like what? She's like, just fucking like evil now. Not vaguely. I don't mom, mom, you have Mommy to stop. Had little, Mommy had a few too many mimosas at like, brunch with her besties mm-hmm. yeah and it's like <laughs> I, I, it's like this and like they water down those bottomless pitcher mimosas uh-huh. a lot so she has had a lot of mimosas it's we i okay we'll we'll talk more about prosper's fucked up space fortress in a bit uh, yeah. un- until there the school is gone to total shit like it's bad the students are essentially it's, refugees it's in their the, own I school mean, like how how like you said it seems like it has been like a bit longer in between these episodes and um what? did i say that yeah you said that in the summary which it's like i mean like you said it seemed like between these two episodes it's like it was longer than it has been that 
than it has been between any of the other episodes, save for like that two week gap in like those two week gaps we had. And it's like they still like the sky is still like flickering out at a Cassia. Like it has not been that long. It's like this is what they are like speed running. Sure. Um, I don't remember. Okay, anyway, um, regardless, so Soleta's going around. She's like giving blankets and aid to all the students. Um, Cecilia goes up to her and says, why the fuck are you being so helpful? And Suleta is being, again, she's like flip-flopping back and forth of I'm normal to I'm pretending I'm normal, but inside I'm dying to I'm dying on the inside and the outside back to I'm normal and I'm actually good about it now because I'm able-bodied and can help people. So she's like double wrap back around to being regular, which is nice. And Cecilia's just like, oh, you've changed, haven't you? That No, no, not that. You have like the fucking Caliborn here. Like, what else are you expecting from me? I know the Homestuck magic. I don't. I've never engaged with Homestuck, and I fucking never will. Oh, also, Petra's like... I mean, you're the guy who has a podcast about trolloses. <laughs> they're trollocs, and they're my big friends. <laughs> uh, Petra <laughs> is dying. Yeah. Petra got all of her bones exploded last week, and she's in the yeah, fucking, like... like well, she's she, <laughs> she's in the Gileo Bodwin memorial deathbed. <laughs> She's like, um, I guess they have, like, I guess they got a new wing. Fuck, I said wing. Next to, like, Grandpa's bed and, like, Delling's bed. And it's like, how about instead of just, like, doing everything everywhere all at once, exploding into more stuff, and it's just getting more and more everywhere and more and more everything, how about instead of doing all of this, like, maybe Mr. Vist was right. Maybe we should all just take a nap for, like, the next hundred years. I want his cool bed. I want to sleep vertical like he does. Uh, I yeah. mean, I don't think Petra's doing it because she wants to be there. I think she did it because all of her bones were ground into dust. <laughs> yeah, it's like, um, I'm actually kind of jealous of Delling. Like, he, like, he got to take a nap, too, like... After he also time, got a piece of yeah. like space debris in his kidneys, so eh, eh. Um, we see just, like gunned it away. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we see Kenji goes to meet with Rajan. Uh, he talking about how, you know they got the wreckage from the Lafrith Thorn, and Rajan is like, "We fucked up so bad with like not realizing that she planned all of this. Everything's fucked, dude. This is all Gundam shit. We're so it's bad at being like, the, the Gundam like, Secret Service." Like- like, we're, like, supposed to be, like, we're, like, supposed to be, like, the anti-Gundam guys, and somehow we missed a billion Gundams. Mm-hmm. Oops. So- <laughs> At the... Bleh. Uh, I, mean, I mean, like, if anything is going about Kananji, if anything about his portrait on the official website, he probably would actually do the bleh. Like, he is just, like, he was just, like, having a silly bleh. one in that one. Yeah. Mia Irene is not having a silly one, on the other hand. She's, like, yeah. fucking turbo-depressed. Girl. Girl, no. It's not your fault. Girl, you got, you were used! You were face. used by mother! Girl, wash your face. Like, please. Like, mm-hmm. you were, like, so, like, girl boss. Like, please. Mm-hmm. Please. You are in, like, you are in, like, blanky mode. You are, like, in... She's not blanky mode yet. Like, you are in, like, that mode. You are, like, Shinji dissociating. 
while his Walkman's batteries die mode, like, please, girl, like, oh, please. No. Like, uh, I know you feel, like, super guilty about everything that was not your fault, and, like, I love that you tried to, like, engage with, like, Earth completely in good faith, um, maybe a bit too in good, maybe with a bit too much faith, because, like, Oh my god, girl, you were so naive going into that. Never trust a woman wearing a Char mask. It's my fucking credo. Uh, she goes to see Shadik in her depression, and Shadik just says, Damn, you're going to be present, huh? My condolences. <laughs> Very funny. Uh, but she kind of expresses a little bit of pity at Shadik, of just like, hey, you know, like your plan may have been batshit crazy, but the idea wasn't really bad. It was just the execution, like... It's like you. Equality is good on paper. It's just it would not work out. Like, like you never thought it would not work out. It's like again, like Lelouch, but worse. Lelouch had a lot of that. Mm -hmm. You can't spell Lelouch without two L's and an ouch. <laughs> um, I try to say a douche. It kind of rhymes with douche. There you go. Um, but Shadik just kind of says, you know, as long as there are fewer people like me, you know, I'm happy about it. Uh, and then she just says, I don't really think you're a coward. I'm guilty, too. Again, not as guilty as not Shadik, but fault. sure. It's like, not your fault. It's like, I mean, it's like, you were like, 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 Shadik, you like got caught up in the too, in the too much, in too much, um, I can't talk right now. I'm doing Lelouch v. Britannia shit of it all to like, actually maybe like, hey, maybe I should like, Dial it back down to, like, maybe, like, 3D chess here. Yeah. Well, he's no longer a player in this game, it seems. Uh, piece off the board, if you will. Uh, yeah. My next note just says Denethor moment, because Suleta's going around offering the tomatoes that she was able to save before the greenhouse got crushed. And again, the animators really love drawing girls biting into tomatoes and, like, the seeds and the juices and go also flying. Feet. Yeah, feet and again, it's a lot of it's a lot of tomato gush and a lot of feet, and I'm not really a big fan of seeing those things animated, but they sure liked it animating them for me. Yeah, it's like I mean, um, like I guess somebody, like somebody got, like I guess some, they hired somebody off of Nickelodeon. Yeah, right. Um, let's see. We see Martin who goes to talk to Nika, and he just says, "Hey, we got to talk again." Uh, sorry about all that, Nika. She's in high spirits. Uh, despite all this, she just says, oh, yeah, I'm dropping out. I'm going to, like, drop out, make everything right, and then re-enroll because she hasn't given up on her dream of bridging the Earth and space. And again, Nika really seems like she's kind of – I don't know why I said again. I never brought this up in the first place. Nika seems like she is kind of the successor to Shadik here of wanting to bridge Earth and space and, like, bring equality to them, but in a more reasonable way. I mean, again – Again, why do I? That why is that my go-to segue? I don't know. I feel like I'm running through everything in my head and not saying it out loud. But it it seems like Nika, despite being this Shadik's successor in this moment, is still I would say just as naive as Shadik because she doesn't really have a, a concrete plan. She just says, "Oh, I want to bridge Earth and space." And again, good idea. Mirina said so to Shadik, but I don't under I, I don't know if she knows how she's going to do it. But I, I guess it's just kind of trying to make the point of she wants to do the same thing, same thing as Shadik, but do it more in, in a more just way, I guess, to show that she's renouncing her <laughs> terrorist connections. I forgot about that. She had the terrorist connections. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's like, I mean, like, yeah, like, I'm going to, like, drop out and, like, found Apple. Yeah, it's like, I mean, I don't even know why all these space capitalists are even making us go to school in the first place when, like, every person I learned in my history textbook dropped out of school and founded a gundillion dollar business. Yeah, I'm going to grow gun. I'm going to grow permit inside my garage with a small loan of $100,000 from the parents. Yeehaw, I turned into a Texan. Uh, <laughs> Bell and Gustin show up now. They were like heading to the school earlier and they say, Suleta, we would please, please, Suleta, we would love for you to get in the robot for us. Yeah, it's like, um, like, warning, it's a spicy boy. Hey, d- okay, well, oh, 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 there's a scene before that, though. Um, we see Pale, who is, are, are pu- playing themselves off as the just whistleblowers here, exposing all of the wild shit the Benrit group is doing, making it seem like everything was just the he- all of the Benrit group's idea to forcibly dissolve the group and saying, oh yeah, they're everything illegal you could possibly think of. They're threatening peace among the fronts and the Space Assembly League all f- vote and agrees to forcibly dissolve the group. So they're going to start, I guess... By forcibly dissolve the group, they mean blow them the fuck up with a battalion of mobile suits and ships. Oops. Yeah, it's like, I mean, um, I like the spirit of the how about no Benerit group, but it's like... How about we kill everyone in the Benerit group? Like, I, I like your spirit, ladies, but like, you're kind of like kill stealing right now. Yeah, and again, no one knows where Prosper is right now. No one knows where the clear evil big bad is. Then again, she hasn't revealed her evil space fortress yet. So they're just thinking, oh, yeah, that remember that MILF who destroyed a bunch of uh, Gundams on Earth? Oh, well, I forgot about her. She doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, it's time for cyberpunk grandmas to be like, yeah, yeah, like I saved the day. I'm the hero. Give me credit. We uh, we see Sirius calls Mirene next. Sirius, who's still alive despite being 400,000 years old, uh, basically saying, uh, I'm willing to take the fall for you. You should have learned more from Delling, you foolish little girl. What you got to do is cut Grassley off. Uh, this will allow for the Bennett group to continue existing. So it's 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 I would say it's Sirius doing something that appears to be noble that is more so a business decision to try and ensure the survival of the yeah, it's like Banner group. Again, and then by association. Um, how about no Banneret group? Mm-hmm. But I mean, Meereen is seemingly going down that route. She says, no, I'm not going to sacrifice anyone else. I'm not going to allow you to take the fall for me. I, I really think it's going to end with no Bender group. I mean, that's it. Like, I really hope that it way. does. Yeah. I hope it does. Yeah, no, I, 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 I hope it does. Like, they aren't like, like, the, like, you do not like, I mean, like, you had your little girl boss adventure, but now it's like time to like get to the peace princessing. Mm. Um, so, so we move from there to uh, some, you know, prefab house uh, on campus where Belmaria and Gustin uh, lay out the plan saying, okay, Suleta, so what we're going to do is we're going to stop your mom uh, and we need you to enter a Gundam that has no protection from the data storm that you've never experienced before in hopes that you can somehow reach her and and live. And Suleta says, I can do it because I'm a clone. <laughs> It's great. It's just exposition corner in here. It's like, I mean, I remember like, uh, yeah, it's like, I just have to say just like one more thing. Mm. There are too many factions here. There are. Okay. So we have, there's the Benner group. And within the Benner group, you have 
Gund. You have uh, Grassley, who is, you know, kind of a f- maybe failing company at this point. You have Jaturk Industries, who is a mostly failing company that, at this point. You have Pale, which has split off from the Bender Group and maybe striking it out on its own, using its whistleblower status to gain funding. You have the Space Assembly League, who has factions in and of itself because Fang Jun and Gustan are acting separately from the main league itself. And part of the league was in league with Prospera. Part of the league is not in league with Prospera, it seems, because she's <laughs> the league-funded like, Ox league Earth. Like and part of them was with Neo. Pepe, and- Pepe Sylvia, dude, Pepe Sylvia. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I feel like I, it's like, I mean, at least we kind of know what all of them do. And it's not just like, okay, it's like, um... What the fuck was the Ramafeller Foundation anyway? It never... Oh my le- god. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Yeah, again, it's complicated in Jewish, but it is mostly sensible once you kind of lay it out. Um, but, because at, at, at this it point, it really like, is... What the fuck is Cathedra? Like, what the fuck is the anti-Gundam Catholic cops? Like, I, what are they doing? I don't remember if Cathedra... Well, okay... Cathedra is the organization. No, fuck, shit. Is Cathedra the organization that Delling founded to hunt down the Gundams, and Dominicus is a like a sort of elite subsidiary of that? Are they I, part of the Space Assembly League? I don't. I remember. don't fucking know. It's like I guess Cathedra's the Ramafellers here because it's like I guess it's like I mean it's like yeah like Ramafeller, it's like Rockefeller, but spell weird. Yeah. And we're going to use it for like our weird like spot, and we're just but we're just going to really do it for like the aesthetics. Because, like, and we're not, we're going to do the aesthetics, but it's like, yeah, we're, like, the sneaky spy show. And it's, like, I guess it's just, like, yeah, like, um, like, the least, like, and then it's, like, G-Witch is, like, he, like, Wing was, like, yeah, like, let's just use Ramafeller for the vibes. And G-Witch is, like, yeah, let's use, like, the most subdued anime Catholics everywhere. Well, they're not, and I, I, I think they're just using that term, and I guess it is a pretty subdued, because it's, it's, it, it is, it is Christianity, Catholicism in name, because, yeah, no, they're, they're definitely played it's opposite like, the witches here, I mean, here. like, You're you right. are going up a sh- against, in, like, a season that also had a Trigun show, like, people will notice. I was, okay, so, at, at this point, though, there are, I would say, one, two, three, four, four groups that we need to really care about. The Benerit group. Or, okay. The remains of the Benerit group. Um, Prospera and her evil space fortress. The Space Assembly League that are, is going after Prospera and also that is going after the Benerit group. And I guess within that, Suleta's like fucking anti-witch hit squad that she forms at the end of this episode. So it's, yeah. at this point, it, these these are the four pieces left on the board that we really need to pay attention to. I hope I really don't want them to introduce something else two please, episodes before the end. We'll see though. Please, please stop trying to speed run stuff. Yeah. Oh, hey. Also, uh, remember the Tempest? Uh, yeah, Cali- yeah. Caliban is here. Caliban uh, is a Gundam. Yeah, Caliborn. It's not green. It's 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 white and black and glows red. But we see it next I episode. Mean, not Caliborn this one. Caliborn was the red one. I thought it was the Greek. Whatever. I don't know about Homestuck, and I'm plugging my ears. I'm not going to learn. Um, <laughs> Belmaria has a little bit of a breakdown during this whole talk about putting kids in dangerous killing machines, where Nika's like, hey, can you please stop doing that shit? And then she just kind of collapses on the floor crying, <laughs> thinking, I wish I died at Vanadis 21 years ago. Fuck. It's like, bitch. <laughs> Nika just says, I fuck you. Mean, too late. This, is like, this was like a slap beat. Uh-huh. 
Like, but I mean, like, this was that, like, that was like a slap beat. Like, I kind of am just, like, I guess, like, Nika is trying to, like, really take the high road here, but it's like, come on, Nika. I know you wanted to do it. Like, you can have a little slapping an adult as a treat. Yeah. I'm glad she didn't. I'm glad that the only slapping we've really seen in G, which is like butt slaps, which I think is quite funny. <laughs> um, it's like, I mean, it's like, so Leda, when she was like explaining everything, like, yeah, like, I am slap. a clone, and um, also the Gundam was my sister. Like, yeah, yeah she, like, she, she just tells everyone sister. everything. Like, she just, like, like yeah, like, my sister got uploaded to the permit cloud. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, they totally, like, totally she, she, she got like, She got Noah Kybud. Yeah, like, she's, like, oh, like, she's, like, there with, like, Ailea and, like, Lane and shit. And it's, mm-hmm. like, yeah, and also she was the golden child. Like, yeah, my mech, over, my mech yeah. was the golden child. My, 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 my mama hate me. She liked my sister better. But I will agree to pilot the Gundam that's probably going to kill me in order to talk to with my mom yeah. and my sister one last yeah, like, time. I am going to get in the... Yeah, like I am going to get in the fucking robot. They're calling they're calling me the white Shinji Akari. I'm getting in the robot. But she says something that I really quite like here, where she takes that sort of uh motivational slash conditioning phrase Prosper always uses on her, uh retreat gain one, move forward and gain two, where Saleta says, and she repeats this a lot, and we see people talking saying it a lot more in the next episode too, I will move forward even if I don't gain anything. Like yes, yeah. yes, like, Suleta, you fucking solved like, it. You got it. Instead of like taking, instead of like one hop this time to the left, take it back now, y'all. Like I'm just going to cha cha real. I'm just, I'm just going to cupid shuffle all over everyone. Yeah, it's like, um, uh, yeah, like even though it doesn't really say what the song is, like I am just going to like cotton eye Joe all over your ass. Uh-huh. I'm, a, I'm a fucking Charlie Brown mom, and you can't stop me. Yeah, My sister's like, not going to stop me either. Yeah, like I am going to macar. I am going to do the sickest. The sickest fucking Macarena ever and, like, totally prone you. Mom, mom, I'm booting up Fortnite. I'm making Gahoo hit the gritty right now, and I'm going to get this yeah. chicken dinner. Yeah. Uh, Prospera does some wild shit here. We cut over. We see the evil. Again, evil Space Fortress. I wish we would have seen a little bit of this beforehand. And I thought yeah. I thought that they were building this inside Plant Quetta. No, that's a different thing that we don't know that about yet. Evil on the dark side of the moon. Also where Duo Maxwell and Xeon used to be. And and the evil Transformers. A lot, yeah. of, a lot, of, a lot of bad shit on the other it's side of that like, damn moon. And like, Prospera has like Ariel up in like a giant action base. Yeah, yeah she, she puts Ariel in the fucking contraption. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's certainly like, certainly a better working contraption than the other contraption from the bungle of the week. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she puts Ari in the contraption four kilometers under the ocean floor. Uh, yeah, so basically, a- a- Ariel is in the middle of this fortress, and-, and I guess the whole thing is just permit, and she's able to activate the gun node, just, you know, autonomous drones that are mobile suit shaped and move like mobile suits, and they just completely obliterate this- the fleet that um, the Space Assembly League sends to it, like, just blows everything up. They, they make the big bubble of uh, data storm that's not big enough to cover the- all of the Earth sphere yet. Like Aerie hits per- level six and glows blue, and they make the yeah, big sphere. Yeah, he's like, he's like, like Prospera. Like, do not give your like four year old child a dab ring. That is super irresponsible. You know, she's putting, she puts her in the fucking. It's like one of those sort of like, uh, uh, like a high chair spring contraption where the baby can kind of just like wiggle around and bounce around up and down side to side and stuff. She's in one of those. She's fine. 
Yeah. Um, no, like she, but she gave her like, she gave her her baby like one of those things that you have to get out like the fucking blowtorch to do. And it's exactly. like nobody ever has a good time. It's like maybe you're like taking this way too seriously. It's like it's weed. It's supposed to relax you. Like why are you doing this? The first time I did a dab was at a uh, a music festival in the woods down in like uh, it was near Luray, and I think it was Woodstock, Virginia, not Woodstock, New York. Uh, and like I had to sit on a bench for about five minutes straight, trying not to vibrate like onto the ground. Yeah, like this shit fucking hits. Like. Trying to not like hip hip permit score in real life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> trying to make my bones <laughs> not glow. Like, <laughs> um, the the, 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 the so the gang the gang get a report of this, and Mirin's like, "Fuck shit, fuck, I'm gonna become even more depressed." And Gustan just says, "Well, at least we know where she is now." <laughs> like, dude, it's like dude, read the room. She's like, like a fucking Death Star. <laughs> she has, yeah. Um, and then Choo Choo just says, all right, well, if we're going to stop her, I'm coming with. Uh, and then all of Earth House seems to kind of be okay with his de- like suicide okay, mission. Like, Even Elon. Like the moment we're having like a bonding moment. We're having like, we're having like that. Yeah, we're all together in this one assholes moment. Like, have you ever seen Guardians of the Galaxy? Like, I mean, like, I mean, like the school, it teaches us like so many random things. Like how Jeff Bezos was the greatest man ever. Mm-hmm. And also, like, we also get, like, a full classics education along with that. So, like, we know all the MCU movies. Mm-hmm. The, the classics, God, Ed Stella truly it's is like, the darkest timeline. I have to say, it's I mean, it's like, making that one joke in any future setting, making the I like big butts and I cannot lie joke from Futurama. That is the funniest joke you could possibly Yeah, that, that's make. it. Classical music. It's like Sir Mix a lot. Like we've, we've, made, we've made one are... good joke. We should stop there. Uh, Elon shows up all of this and he seems decidedly normal. And even Nika and Chuchu are like, is he different again? But Elon, this is just like, I mean, he's still Elon 5. He's not normal Elon, but he's just like... Well, I got nothing better to do. I got nothing to lose, so I'll help you guys. Uh, even able to see like that really cool. Maybe I'll be able to see Earth. So the last the last scene of the episode uh, is just is, is sort of a foreboding one. We see Lauda in front of the Gundam short set, just doing Arthur fists and saying it's all Mirin's fault. Dude, <laughs> bro, it is decidedly not. What? It's like. You, like, everybody is going, like, way too fast. Yeah, it, well, hey, well, speaking of way too fast, this is episode 22 of Mobile Suit Gundam, The Witcher Mercury. The Woven Path. Before Soleta and the gang head up to stop Prosper, she goes to talk to Mirian one last time. In order for her to pass, Welkin challenges her to a regular fencing duel, which she wins once again, becoming Holder. She and Mirian have a heart-to-heart where they both conclude that sometimes you have to move forward even if you have nothing to gain. Mirin, now out of her depression, goes to see Dowling, telling him to keep living, then goes with Soleta to test the Gundam Calabarn. Since she's a replicone of Ares, she's resistant to the Data Storm, but not fully immune. She's able to hit score 5, which allows her to enter Quiet Zero's Data Storm. Assisting her is Gwell and Chuchu, though they are stopped by Lauda in the short set, who seems to have snapped after hearing that his brother killed his father. Oops. Soleta enters Quiet Zero's Data Storm, and after fighting waves of gun nose, is challenged by Ares herself. What the fuck are you doing here, Lauda? Lauda, hey, dog, super, not Mirin's fault. Of all the people who I think are going to die here, I think Lauda's at the top of the list. Like, 
like I have no sympathy left for you, dude. <laughs> right. Okay. So we got. I think of 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 our heroes, right? Guel, Choo Choo, Mirin, Suleta. I think most likely. Oh, I mean. What's going to happen is Lauda's going to have a, a, some last-minute change of heart and either die to save Gwell's ass or Gwell is going to die to save Lauda's ass. One of yeah. the one one of those two brothers is going to beef it. Yeah, Chuchu's going to yeah, be like, fine. Raise your flag, Koyaga Kagami. Yeah, like Chuchu's going to be fine. I think Mirin's going to be fine. I think if anyone else dies beyond Gwell or Lauda, it's going to be Suleta. Whoa, that is my prediction. That 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 is my that that is my max prediction. Like I, I remember I made all of those predictions, and like none of them came true. Like, like we definitely are not going to see what Mercury is like. Come on, <laughs> fuck no, fuck oh, no. Like I got my hopes up, and it's like, yeah. Well, if you play the award-winning game uh, by Bethesda Game Software Starfield this September sixth, uh, ninth, you can see Mercury from the comfort That's of your Xbox fun. Series X. NASA punk. Now, no, it's fucking cassette futurism, Todd. Anyway, uh, the episode starts. I thought Joker it was re- now. Like we are, like I am now. Like I am becoming the Joker, and I am now an antagonist. Like yeah, like I. Can, <laughs> where, like, but where's your space like, fortress? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why I was on the run. Like I hacked. Like yeah, like that's why I was on the run from the space cops. Like all of them. Like cathedral. Like cathedral. Like. Space Assembly League, like uh-huh, all that. Uh-huh. Yeah, like I'm hacking Quiet Zero right now from my Neo Cities website I'm, that I am I'm really doing, proud I'm of. I'm doing me. Loud Zero. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Loud, loud One. I am Kushranada, and you can kiss my fucking ass. So I thought the I thought the episode was just recapping last episode, but no, it's Prospera destroying a completely different uh, Space Assembly fleet it's, by, like, re- returning their missiles to them. like, aired one of those recap episodes that yeah. we got in Japan. No, she just, like, makes the missiles turn around and, and blow them up. Um, yeah, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. Like, we, come on. Th- then we see Mirin, who's in, who's in blanky mode depression. When you go blanky mode, something is terribly wrong. Yeah, and it's like her eyes are, like, they like all that gray, so they kind of look like a Murrow when he went like into like just like that fuge state. Yeah, man, Gundam's good. Uh, yeah. We see Choo Choo back at the school. She's like asking Cecilia to use the demi barding, and Cecilia's like, "Yeah, okay, you can. Uh, it'll cost this much to fix it if you bust it, though." And Martin is yeah, like, "There's like, no I way in like- fucking hell we can pay that." And it's like, yeah, like that is just for like the detailing. I use like that expensive. Paint. Yeah, th- that's my special top coat. Yeah, yeah, like I use like the fancy stuff, like, like, yeah, like not even like Tayama, like that top shelf stuff. You've probably never even heard of it. They only sell it on new type. Yeah. <laughs> um, and but then she says, "Oh yeah, you can take it too, but you got to take Roji with you." And, and again, Roji yeah. is the Roji is the Haro kid, and he like uses the Haro to talk the whole time. It's cute. Yeah, it's like okay, like yeah, like don't scratch the paint. And I was like, "Here, like have this kid." Like yeah, don't scratch the paint when you bring this into the final battle. But also take this other kid with you. <laughs> does, does she want Roji to die? Oh, you're breaking my heart. Why does she want Roji what? in the battle? It's stupid. What are you doing? It's okay. She's cool. She's allowed to. Uh, as Earth House is like, uh, they're preparing to leave. They're kind of going around telling everyone, uh, you know, what roles they need filled. And people are people are thinking, 
These farm animals sure have a lot of upkeep. Good lord. Mobile suits like, are easier to work on than this. Like, chicken. like, remember, like, Chicken Bright from Double Zeta, where, like, come on, it's like, you have to bring the animals on the ship so we can get, like, Chicken, uh, I guess, like, Kananji's the closest thing we have to a Bright in this situation, but, like, yeah, like, I want a I, Chicken yeah. Kananji, like a Chicken Bright. I I can't tell if Kananji's closer to Bright or if Bell Mary is closer to Bright. I don't know, like, I don't fucking know in this show. Like, come on. I think I think the answer is that neither of them, neither of them are like Bright, and that's good because Bright sucks shit. Yeah, it's like I mean, but like I guess it's like like I guess like Kananji like swapped sides all of a sudden, or like his branch of Cathedras, or like Dominic has swapped sides. I don't think. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna Google it right now. Gundam Cathedra, because or no, I guess Dominicus. Not Cathedral yeah. Gundam. What the fuck? Uh, they were. This is like somebody's. Somebody's also in like Warhammer or something. Yeah. Okay. So Dominicus is just a faction. They're a subdivision of Cathedra. Cathedra was created by Delling under the umbrella of the Mobile Suit Development Council. Yes, they're like the Jesuits or whatever. That's right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck. I guess the so so they're a more neutral organization, but since they're part of the Mobile Suit Development Council, I guess it falls under their purview to like destroy the evil mobile suit. So so Kanaji's fine what he's doing. Kanaji and yeah. Rajan are fine doing this. Yeah, um, it's like I mean, like I guess, but like you like it's like like I'm going with Ghoul because like one person thought I was still thought I was as cool as and I'm still as cool as I was 20 years ago. Yeah. And I really needed that confidence boost. Right. I love Kanaji. He's cool. Um, yeah. He's the, not cool, though. We, like, we see... Your, like, you know, Jared, like, I think this man is my Gundam Borbo. He's nice! He's literally nice! Kanaji's cool. Yeah, I should make a Kanaji It's like, I thought it was like, okay, like, he's with, like, the anti-Gundam dudes, and it's like, yeah, but, like, Okay, maybe, like, the anti-Gundam dudes are cool, and maybe Gundam's bad, and maybe, like, I will use Quiet Zero to destroy all the other Gundams because I'm evil now. Yeah, he's just a cool uncle. Yeah, he's yeah. He's a cool uncle. He's, like, playing, like, in, like, the in like the battle bus to get here, there he's, like, playing, like, I don't know, like, ACDC or, like, just, Fuck like, yeah. <laughs> he's playing ghosts. Yeah. He's playing, uh, like, he has, like, he has, like, his mixtape. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, like so we see... Yeah. We, we see... Uh, to rush. We see Suleta talking with Elon before things kind of kick off. You know, asking, you know, how Elon's feeling about all this. And Elon just says, well, if you're lucky, you'll die like the one before me did. Uh, you should just run away and, and not worry about all of this. And, and Suleta responds with talking about how, well, she used to do things, you know, before she had the idea of, you know, while she was still following retreat gain one, move forward gain two, she had this bucket list and she kind of reveals that it was just something her mom put her up to. And she was doing it more for her mom's sake, not hers. She was doing, cause it was something that she thought she had to do. Uh, but now she's kind of finally realizing what she wants to do herself. So it's just this really nice moment of like, yeah, she's, she's kind of like becoming her own person after realizing that she is extremely based on another person. I don't know. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like the whole like list of um, high school drama tropes from TV. Tr- that list of um, like Prospera just printed out the remains of the high school drama tropes list from the remains of TV oh, tropes. That gave it to her daughter and said, "Like, have fun with it." Evil. Um, so. <laughs> 
Kanaji goes and he, he he's briefing Gwell and Cathedra and everyone uh, about Quiet Zero and how uh, it's repelled all the attacks and the only way to kind of exist within it is to either overpower its permit or have a machine that just doesn't use permit at all. Uh, the latter, which is nearly impossible considering everything uses permit these days. Um, yeah, it's like it's like they're going to like take out all the space Wi-Fi. Yeah, oh, god like, damn it. And like Prospera is going to like just like basically like so our daughter can live outside of the Lyoko soup. Yeah. She can live like she's just going to like take out all your Wi-Fi. Like I have Wi-Fi, a Wi-Fi love. But but up but. So at this point, Suleta shows up in in the front, like the sort of business front. I, and I, I think it took me until literally now to realize that like this business front and and um. Uh, Astacassia are either two different sides of the same asteroid or are two different asteroids, but they're very much not the same location. And it just it, only yeah. now I realize Where this. Are we? I mean, <laughs> like, they start saying stuff about like L4, and it's also like, yeah, it's, it's, mean, a, it's a Lagrange point. I mean, I it, probably Astacassia is like orbiting. I don't know. Can you orbit a Lagrange point? I don't know enough about space I physics for that. No, I'm not <laughs> science. Yeah, I'm a podcaster, not a scientist. Uh, so regardless. Suleta goes to see Mirene now, and we get oh, wait, a really we to talk about the duel. No, yeah, that, that, that's that's what I'm getting to. Suleta goes to see Mirene, and Gwell is there, and Gwell says, "Well, she's my fiance, and I can't just let you see her because you used to be her fiance. So we're gonna duel for it." And I when he means duel, he... like they're gonna fucking a fencing duel. Yeah, and it's like probably like the first time both of them have been in like proper fencing gear in like all of Gundam history. Like Char and Amuro were wearing spacesuits. Yeah. Uh, and like Dorothy was wearing like that fucking wicked cerebro getup. And I think Quatre was Fuck, also. Fuck, I forgot about that part. That part was so <laughs> oh, God Wing is such a stupid show. Yeah, but like I remember, like Dorothy was in. Like, she I mean, she like, wasn't Cerebro, wasn't she? Yeah, she wasn't like <laughs> fucking Cerebro. Like I mean, like Professor X is prop. Like he probably just like hogtied Professor X and like shoved him in a closet. She's Dorothy somewhere. Xavier. Uh, yeah, so yeah. to 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 boil it down, they duel. Uh, they they yell the same a similar like phrase in the beginning. Victory is not decided by social position yeah, alone like or so by skill. Cute. Fix release, they yell. Uh, Suleta wins the duel, and what? So my read, and, and I'm curious to hear yours, Phoenix. My read of this situation is that Gwell, after at this point, Gwell knows that Miarine was manipulated by Prosper to let Suleta go, and as much as he loves Suleta, he knows that Miarine loves Suleta more, and they are they they belong together more. So I think. He put up the duel as a facade to a protect his status as a business boy under the, you know the guise of oh yeah you know she's my fiance I can't let you near here so we'll duel like a- as is the custom but b through the duel because he knows that things are better off if Suleta does end up with Mirin I I think that he lost intentionally personally because he's like I'm such a fool he says to himself afterwards do do, do you agree do you think Guel lost intentionally or no. He definitely did. He definitely did. Thank you. He definitely did. I don't think... Gwell is such a prideful asshole that the only he's, reason he would... like He never like, lost to a... He never lost intentionally when they were in mobile suits. It's like, never take an L no more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, his like, name is still Gwell in my, in my book. He has an L. Yeah. But, but, 
but yeah, because like loser. he loses and so quickly like grabs his phone and turns Suleta's uniform and back to the holder like, uniform. It's like he actually has like the backbone to actually be a loser. Yeah, just, just having it be like an elaborate metaphor. No, he owns like, it. He's he he's a good loser. Yeah, it's like yeah, like yeah, like yeah, like I'm the best with. I win the being a loser with weird eyebrows contest. And you can <laughs> suck my you can suck my nuts, Traz. Like, woo! Uh so Suleta wins and and, and she, she moves on to go see Mirene. Oh, Mirene. she also does the final stabbing pose. Yeah, she does, she does. <laughs> yeah, it's like Suleta getting the Suleta's winning streak is back, baby. Her gun is up the roof. Like, yeah, like Stonks. What I really like is the the, the shot that I it, when when Suleta does this the, the pose and kind of freezes. The camera is is kind of at a low angle behind both Guell and Suleta off from the corner, and it is framed in such a way that if they were in mobile suits, that is where the horn of the mobile suit would dramatically land right in front of the camera. But it's just kind of an empty shot because you know it it, it is the horn being severed and landing there is implied because it's not a mobile suit duel. I don't know. It's a really cool shot that I really, really liked. Yes, my sweet. And so it is like, you know what? Yes, me are in my sweet. Yes, my sweet. I want to get you back where you are. Like, yeah. Yeah. She, Mirin is turbo depressed, and Suleta goes to talk to her. And Mirin just says, or, or, you know, Suleta says, hey, I'm going to go face my almost certain death and go see my mom and sister one last time. And Mirin says, well, I can't give you a pep talk about it. I got blood on my hands, metaphorically. And Suleta says, well, so the fuck do I? The problem. It's me, yeah. even though it's not really my fault. Yeah, and also the, the whole scene of really nice piano rendition of Slash, the second OP, is playing, which I really like to hear. Um, and again, please release, the, when is, please release the album. It's it's good. Uh, so Letter repeats the same thing from last episode of I'm going to move forward even if there's nothing left to gain. Yeah, uh, I'm get through this year if it kills me. <laughs> it might. Uh, she says that she's only come so far because she met Mirene, and you know. For as many mistakes as they both made, that wasn't a mistake. Uh, and then Amirine finally it, goes I, and you opens. You brought me to life. Now every February, you'll be my Valentine. Let's go all the way tonight. No regrets, just love. She, Amirine, you know, walks up and opens the door, and she looks like dog shit. Her hair is disheveled all over. She's in her jammies. It's she sucks right now. And like they hold, like they hold on. hands, and Amirine cries. It's nice. It's like, come on, this is like a hug. Like, please, like, stop being cowards, like, please. I can only imagine they hugged because the very next shot of Mirene, Mirene's wearing, like, business clothes again, and they're power walking down the hall. Over. Uh, We get a quick scene after Mirene wakes up because they go see Delling, who's just awake now. Like, they're just like, oh, yeah, your dad's awake. And then, but he can't really talk right now. I almost wonder if there's an issue with the voice actor, because you'd think he would say something. Like, you would have, like, a, oh, I regret everything I have ever did, and it's, like, I am a good person. Like, I don't know. Like, maybe not an I am a good person speech, but it's, like... I, I, I realize how much I fucked up. Sorry, my daughter. Yeah, and it's, like, look, Mirene's just, like, look, if you were talking, you would probably try and pull 
some of that Severus Snape redemption equals death dot TV tropes dot com. Nope. <laughs> no more v- no more TV tropes. I'm thirty. I can't <laughs> handle it. I um, am evil now. I will talk about TV tropes on Homestuck all I want in this episode. I, I am and in the next episode mm-hmm. and the one after that because I am evil now. Just let me finish hacking into Quiet Zero so I can use it for my own convoluted evil plan. <laughs> it's my Wi-Fi. Uh, Delling just kind of gives her like a no- Wi-Fi, De- I'll cry if I want to. <laughs> Actually, you'll cry if you want to and you're definitely going to want to cry after I'm done with y'all. All right. Uh, Delling, he just kind of gives Meereen a knowing look when Meereen says... I'm going to do some crazy shit. Don't die on me. I'm not running from the curse. I'm accepting the curse and the stupid business either. So Delling just sort of gives her this very, very, very slight smile. But you could tell he's just thinking, that's my girl. It's like, I need like, I need like a hundred new kidneys right now. Like I am like whacked (laughs) out on like, I I have a hole in my back right now. I am whacked out on space pick. I'm whacked out on space perks. Yeah, like you go do that, you flying bunny. They're, they're, they're called they're called permasets. There, uh, <laughs> Prospera in her evil fortress heads over to Plant Quetta and finds that the the component like, thing is fast. Yeah, uh, she finds that the she finds that the component is missing. We don't know what this fucking component is, uh, but she does know that since it's not there, Delling must have taken it, so she kind of heads over to this business front. I mean, but didn't Belmaria take it? I, someone took it, and, and Delling has it? Like, where is the world in San Diego? What is it? What the fuck is it? It's not Calabarn. Yeah, it, like, it's I some... mean, it was whatever was in that giant fish tank, and Caliborn wasn't in the giant fish tank. But, yeah, it's like, what was in the Cloud City shaft? We'll find out next week, what I hope. What was in it? It's like, uh, are you, like, parallel park the Death Star? Like, what are you doing, lady? Uh, as Belle sort of briefs them while they're preparing, she's talking about... Quiet Zero is at sixty percent power right now. It can make a pretty big sphere like, around the like, facility. Like, of, like in their like Star Wars like mission briefing room. Yeah, Mon like, Mothma's here. We're in like we're in like Return of the Jedi here. Yeah. Uh, if if Quiet Zero is able to hit a hundred percent efficiency using this component, uh, it'll cover the entire Earth sphere. Can't let that happen. Uh, and they kind of yeah, realize like, permit will go out, and it's like. Yeah, like that basically powers everything in space. So every every single spacean will die. Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Again, it's weird that Prosper is just kind of an evil villain now and a less yeah, compelling like, character for it, in my opinion. It's like, I mean, like, Kananji was right there. Delling was right there. It- all right. Um. So so they're they're all looking at their units. They're looking at what they have. They have Calabarn and they have the Demi-Barding. And the Demi-Barding has a sort of options pack that's like, a backpack that has another head on it that essentially is is sort of a flyby wire so that Choo Choo can control the demi barding remotely, not using permit. So she's able to enter the data storm. Um, and they talk it's about like, yeah, like it's like you're driving a car blindfolded, lady. Like I mean, it's like I'm an adult here. Like maybe I'll be useful. Um, shut up and drive the battle bus, Kananji. Yeah. Like she talks cool, about some. Like, this is a bad, but like, please, that is a bad idea. Like, just drive the battle bus. She talks about some sort of like NTPS system, 
and they like, talk they, they joke about just, how it's you know, some like one of those like is it like one of those like Myers Briggs things or is it an NFT? Or is it like what NFTs became? It's it's a big orb. It looks like a ray dome, but not as as polygonal. Uh, it's like a big sphere, and it, they they talk about how it being some very antiquated technology. I don't know if I, it, from what I can understand, it might be some sort of jamming equipment that if they can get close I enough, they can sever bomb. the permit link. I don't know. I don't think it's a bomb. That seems too simple. Bomb. We'll find out what it is. Maybe it. I don't think that's the component either, unless I miss something crucial. But we'll see. Well, like they like they have like a giant they have like a giant ball. Yeah, it's just a big ball. It's it's a ball from the Universal Century. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. But Kanaji does say as they're almost ready to take off, he says, you know, this is a cool plan and all. <clears throat> if things go bad, we're just gonna give up and hand everything over because this is at the end of the day an adult's problem. And everyone says, Okay, thank you, Mr. Kanaji, sir. And doesn't okay, really Okay, boomer. <laughs> okay, boomer. Um <laughs> Like, Mirene goes to like, see Shadik okay. for like this is not like okay boomer this is not going to be a normal field trip we are prepared to take chances make mistakes and get messy like let's rock and roll this shit yeah so Mirene goes to see Shadik for the last time and and talks about how they both committed sins but they have to keep moving forward regardless and she says I I'm gonna offer you a trade you gotta believe in me. Like, like, like I mean like maybe like your mistake was like thinking that like. Yeah, what Earth needs is like me to put like my gun factory. Maybe it just needed some economic de- redevelopment. But it's like maybe that's your mistake, and I have to say that that was a mistake. But like everything else, you are ganky on, girl. Mm. Yeah, she she just says she asks him for a trade and says oh, to believe. Also, in him. um, oh, also, um, back during that meeting where like everybody was like talking and like planning out their star wars like death star run Gule after um oh yeah after like after like hearing that um after like hearing that that Saleta is definitely going to be in the caliborn and he's like that is like bad like the caliborn will fucking kill you he slapped himself and it wasn't oh, yeah, like he does that. face palm. He just like it was like on his cheek. Like he's it was a pretty it was a pretty face. firm smack on his own cheek. It was very strange. Yeah, it's like Yule is the only person allowed to get slapped here. hmm Yeah, he's he's the designated target. Um so so yeah, after she cutting back to the scene, uh when she tells Shadiq to believe in her, uh he just kinda laughs a lot. Uh I don't I mean, not like I not evilly, just kind of like, oh how droll. It's like, am I, like, was that, like, your evil, like, was that, like, your sunrise laugh? Like, come on, that was weak. Like, no, I am evil, now, I know how to do, like, an evil laugh, and it's, like, not even, like, a <laughs> mm. Uh, so, um, to the next scene, another Denethor moment here, uh, where Suleta hands Miurin one of the last tomatoes she saved, and Miurin eats it's it, like, and... It's, like, eat a... It's like eat a Snickers, Mirene. Like the Choo Choo Custom is ready. Like the Pain Train is ready. Uh, they talk about how the, this specific breed of tomato is an uh, NR four hundred Anesidora. Uh, it means she who sends gifts from the earth. And they talk about how Mirene's mother c- cultivated this breed, and and in in the DNA embedded the phrase "I will always be attached to you, Mirene." Uh, 
Cool tomato. Her mom hacked photosynthesis. Like, what? Like, how did we get from like being able to caffeinate people like they are coffee beans? Like what Delling wanted to giant space fortress. How did we go from coffee bean people to that? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. but it's a nice tomato. And then we immediately cut uh, to Saleta getting ready to test the Calabarn. Um, Belle says that she needs to clear Permet 5, but you only need to do Permet 5 because the Calabarn is much more efficient with the Permet, and you can get a higher output with a less like score. A, like icy boy. Yeah, uh, but it has no filters against the data storm, so good luck with that. Uh, it's it's like in the Tempest, in the storm. What? Whoa, the data Tempest. That'd be a little too on the nose. Uh, Suleta, despite despite not having been, you know, exposed to the data storm before, she still is made from Ares genes, so she is more resistant to it. Uh, She begins a test, and, you know, it it gets her. Her bones glow. But she is able yeah. to clear score five yeah, without much of a problem. Blush on it. Yeah, she's fine. Uh, hey, the Calabar looks fucking cool. Yeah, like, I love the Calabar. This thing looks sick as fuck. I'm glad that we got but, this like, final Calibar Gundam. Calabar looks sick as fuck. Mm. I'm glad that we got this, like, one final Gundam because I was really disappointed with the aerial rebuild. So I'm yeah. glad that Suleta gets... It, it looks so cool. It's like, it has oh, a witch's broom! Yeah! It's yeah, gun in the witch's broom. That's so sick. Are you kidding like me? Bo- it has like a combination broomstick and boomstick. It's a broomstick. <laughs> it's it's so cool. I just it's it's this really it's just white and black and it glows red and again. Yeah, it, looks it, like the, the, it looks like Solana's holder's uniform. A little bit, yeah. It doesn't have any gold on it, but it has some cool green lights. It, the, the one big gun does remind me of a lot of the advance of Zeta suits, how they have the sort of like blade gun that's just this big fuck yeah, off thing. Gun blades. You know, they do have gun blades. Honestly, expecting the show to have more of a Final Fantasy VIII vibe because, like, I mean, um, yeah, they got the whole school and everything there. With their seeds, with like their seeds, um, the seeds were supposed to be like a like elite, like witch hunting organization. I was expecting more Gundam. I was expecting more Final Fantasy VIII vibes. I almost said Gundam Seed there, because I'm very confused about my seeds written in all caps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Gundam Seed. Uh, we do see Quell. He's back in the Delanza. He's returned to his roots. He's in the OG Pink Bug. It's yeah, awesome. Yeah, I love that dude so much. It's great. Choo Choo's in her demi barding with the big ball attached to it. Uh, Soleta. Yeah. Suleta's just, like, fighting off waves of gun nodes. At this point, Lauda shows up in the Schwartz set, and as cool as the Schwartz set looks, as cool as it has, like, that big sort of pallet gun sword thing, yeah. he is trying to target Choo Choo with it, and Miarine. Not great, Lauda. Buddy. Wrong. Well, Wrong! Just... And... Not not very cool, not very cash money on Lauda's part here, uh, try, trying to target them, and Gwell has to stop him. There's literally fucking Prosper has an evil space fortress right there. And you're like talking about a girl. Look 30 degrees to the left, Lauda. There is a bigger issue going on. What right now. are you doing? And why do you have the cool goth GF Gundam? Like, yeah, no, the, the short set. It's cool. I like it's uh, fucking the face vents look like little like a skull a little bit. It's like the halo thingy. Yeah, it has the same. It has the same sort of head halo that the uh, Daryl Bald has. 
It's cool. Yeah. I like it a lot. I I I don't I I like I I never bought the aerial rebuild. I might get the short set, and I'm definitely gonna get the Calibarn. Yeah, it's, it's cool. Yeah. I like, don't really I, care to get the I gun nodes like, or the gun volvos. When is but... the Caliborn coming out, Bandai? Like, I really want to buy the Caliborn. I, I that they haven't even revealed. So for when the show was starting, we saw a lot of mobile suits before they showed up. We saw the Ferrax, we saw the Michaelis, we saw the Daryl Bald, and we're we were everyone said, "Wow, these are really cool." When are they going to show up on the show? We haven't seen a thing about the Caliborn. I think that because it's the sort of the very end spoiler unit. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If they do, if they do announce it, I imagine it'll be soon. But it would never have been before the Calibarn did get its reveal. Please, um, I want the Calibarn. I need it. Uh, and the final bit of the episode, after Soleta fights waves of gun nodes, uh, she looks up above the for the fortress, and Ares here. Yeah, the Ariel rebuild is here, and it is a uh, score eight dancing on her own. It it is score eight. It gets all of its gun bits. Yeah, the episode ends there as uh, Ares says, "Hey." Not good. And Sloda says, I'm here to stop you and mother. To say it's like, Lauda did not deserve to be inside when they were playing the cool ah music. It is such, it's, it's so weird. I, you see this in Gundam a lot where you'll have that kind of one final, um, you know, uh, a final unexpected villain a little bit. But I think because the show is compressed to 24 episodes from Gundam's usual 48-ish, Lauded wasn't really given time as uh, like last minute villain. We see him brooding and mad, of course. It's like he like it's like I mean it's like wasn't Garma's whole thing like dying really early? Like you're a Garma, like you should have done that. Eh, he's a, he does twiddle with his hair a lot. I don't know if that makes him a Garma necessarily, but I I I don't have a problem with Lauded doing this specifically. It's more that I wish he was given more time to do this. I don't yeah. know. It, it, like, it's, I an, really it's a, a result of the show being more compressed. Like, please get, like, I, I want more. <laughs> You'll get two more episodes. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Well, we have a little bit more time. Um, that's the episodes, though. Two yeah. more, and then we got our little finale. And before we wrap this thing up, though, I do have another Beyond Tune World you're going to love this. Trust me. Beyond Tune. This week we're talking about Eiji Hanawa, who was born July 6, 1974, in Yamanashi, Japan. Blood type no, O. Answer. Yeah. Uh, this this guy's the voice of Dominicus's very own Rajan Zahi. Uh, like I mean, that guy is like that guy is like a nobody like who could he have been to deserve a tune world well i'll tell you um who could who could that guy have possibly been so he we have a couple things actually um obviously rajan in Jewish. he's done a lot of more modern video game things uh he voiced biggs in final fantasy 15 he voiced uh munashige in neo he he's a shinra middle manager in the final fantasy 7 remake uh, he voices Shiva in Shin Megami Tensei Five. Um, in in uh, Detroit Become Human, maligned video game made by a fucking terrible guy. He voices Connor, who's one of the main boys in the Japanese. In the Japan, yes, in the Japanese dub of the game. <laughs> um, Detroit become gunned. Detroit become gunned. Uh, D- Detroit become replihuman. He voices Shishillian in One Piece anime. He's like one of the. He's just a lion guy, a lion mink. I, I guess. Don't know. 
if it's like a billion chapters i am never like all i know is like the thing is about one piece is like the four kids dub ended like by they like like literally rocks fall everybody dies when like they couldn't even show like sanji having a cigarette because it was like a lollipop but like they just killed everybody at the end like rocks fall everybody dies the end fuck mm-hmm. you it's yeah one piece is fine i like it it's all right um he voiced ken in the street fighter alpha generations movie but doesn't voice ken in the games he voiced shingo mito in death note he voices vice in spice and wolf uh he 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 voiced his other Gundam role is a character named Marcus in Gundam Thunderbolt. Couldn't really find anything there, and Marcus doesn't have a last name, so I can't imagine he's terribly important, but this is not his first Gundam role. In fact, one of his very first roles ever is the sort of Zeon crowd in the first Gundam movie, the compilation, when everyone's shouting Sieg Zeon, I believe is that point, at Garma's funeral. <laughs> so that's something. But yeah, he's been yeah. one of his very first things was Gundam, it seems. Yeah, like seep jeans, seep jeans, jeep jeans. Mm-hmm. Um, he he has deep. a couple of very interesting dubbing roles as well in other animated <laughs> movies. Uh, namely, he voices Iron Man in pretty much all of the modern Marvel animated things. Uh, he voices the dad in Inside Out, uh, and he voices Fix It Felix in Wreck It Ralph movies. Uh, and the last, the last big role that he is pretty well known for, uh, this is a very polarizing character, but a very important character in a very important show. Nonetheless, he voices Jiren in Dragon Ball Super. The fucking, I know that guy is. he, he's, he's the fucking big bald gray alien man that makes that Goku has to go ultra instinct to defeat. He's the final I villain in the anime. What? Like, like, I don't understand. Caliborn. Vriska. Uh, it, I if only I could explain Jiren in terms of Homestuck, but I can't. Uh, I, I I lack such an ability. Just imagine, like, imagine a perfectly. Super the woman with the broccoli guy. I don't know. Like you, you don't know Homestuck. I don't know Dragon Ball. Yeah, but Broly's in Super. Here, let's see if you'll. See, you might have seen a picture. Does this picture of Jiren ring a bell? I'm sending I'm I'm sending a bald alien to you. <laughs> I'm going to see if you recognize this motherfucker. Is that anything? I thought you were saying Garen. No, 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 Jiren with a J. Like G- I mean, Jiren Zabi. I mean it's like I mean that's just Jiren wearing like a Canadian tux. That's just Jiren wearing a Canadian tuxedo. Like I do not know who this guy is. Eh, he's fine. He's not really a character. People don't really like him and I'm not really a huge on him either but he's he's there he's just he's the dude who's fucking strong that's all he just has a uniform guy in dragon ball what guy that is every single person in dragon ball well okay (laughs) fair point (laughs) got me there (laughs) anyway that is uh eiji hanawa thank you for your service uh as rajan who's a character who shows up a lot more than i expected yeah it's like i mean like who are you like Mm -hmm. i did not like yeah since um, Evil, I am not going to give you the courtesy of saying the line. You are going to have to say it on your own. I will start saying Homestuck stuff until you start, until you start it. So, like, yeah. John, Egbert, Rosalind, Descend, Descend, Rise Up, Absconjee, Harley, Daystrider, they all play Spurban in the world. 
Harlequin, Nana, bro, mom, dad, youth, roll. I can mute the call, you know. <laughs> you want to fight? You want to fight fire with fire? <laughs> I'm the podcast boy. <laughs> anyway, um, Alpha Bro, he was like a robot, like yeah, like say robot of the week. Why is that? My robot of the week is what have I been playing lately? Oh, you know what it is? Um, I just finished the Live Alive remake. On Switch, that is a remake of a downright tremendous SNES RPG. One of the best games on that console. One of the best games ever, I'd say, really. Uh, my Road of the Week is Cube, who uh, is deceptively named because he is a perfect little sphere. In fact, they should have made Cube the sphere that the NTPS sphere that they had to like drag to Quiet Zero in this episode. Here, um, Phoenix, I'm sending you a photo of, of my dear friend Cube. He's just a little gray ball. With glasses and a backwards and a backwards hat, and he roller skates everywhere, and he has little wings. Yeah, he's cool. He's just a funny little guy. Um, and funny enough, he was he was made by uh, Yoshiyuki Kato in the game. I don't believe that is reference to Tomino because the Another, way he doesn't really say that. I mean, it's just a name. Yeah, that that is true. I mean, you know, when I hear Yo- the only Yoshiyuki I know in Japan is the guy who made Gundam. So I figure he made a robot it's in this. Also, like a guy involved with like I went on like a Wikipedia deep dive today, and apparently, like the guy who's also in charge of like the Shinkansen is also named Yoshiyuki. Oh, that fuck. Trains, is, like, trains so are cool as hell. Fun. Yeah, yeah. That that Mister Tamino has so much time on his hands. Like, dang, he also runs the trains. Yeah. Uh, well, that's my robot of the week, dear little cube. Everyone play Live Alive. It's a good game. Uh, and hey, Phoenix, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me and my evil hacker alias, Dank Kushranada, at Dank Kushranada at, Neo, at neocities.org, where I am currently trying to hack in Quiet Zero to try and make my own evil plan happen. That is certainly much more competent than Prospera's evil plan. Like, come on, lady. Did you think any of this through? Like, I am hacking your shit. I am in your internet. Mm. What about you? <laughs> I'm on Twitter at MaxiBajillion. I'm on Tumblr at MaxiBajillion. I have other shows, including Pod of Greed, the world's number one and only Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast sponsored by Kaiba Corp. That's on Twitter at Pod of Greed. Uh, I also have Slappers Only, which is on Twitter at Slappers Only Pod, a video game music showdown podcast. Um, never mind the Trollocs coming back in September about Wheel of Time that is on Twitter at NVM the Trollocs these shows and many many more can all be found at noisebase.xyz a podcast incubator run by our dear friend Matt who is a living breathing Nintendo GameCube uh, this show is on Twitter at Podcast. I don't remember if I mentioned that or not our Discord links are in the episode description and the Discord header come hang out with us post what you made I for dinner you, I will tell you if you come into the Discord and ask me to tell you about my troll OCs, I will tell you about my troll OCs. I will mind the Trollocs. <laughs> <laughs> because I am evil. And I think that will take us about to the end. So, Phoenix, as we always say to end these, war is bad. Let's go, lesbians. Let's go, lesbians.